Alright, and we're back again with another episode of the POV. Uh, I am exhausted, so if you hear like the change in my voice, it's because my body is rejecting everything that I've done in the past couple weeks leading up to this race that was yesterday, March 18th, the Graham Swamp 360. Which was, yeah, I could put it on my list as one of the hardest things I've done. It is, it was very, very challenging. That was like unexplainably challenging. It was, it was different. Uh, mountain biking is a, is a sport that is different as far as like the discipline. It's fun. I love it. I told myself I would never see myself on a bike even back when I was doing like when I was skateboarding I was like I would never get on a bike and now I'm on a bike it's weird to be on it now well not weird but to see like I I came back to my thoughts like wow I really did think that I would never be on a bike and now look at me I'm on it and I love it Uh, so with this race the Graham Swamp 360 it is a 6 hour race on basically the hardest trail in Florida the hardest single track trail in Florida is it's about seven. They say it's 6.2 miles, but I honestly think it's, it's about seven, which everybody says it's, it's, it's seven miles. You might as well say it is. It is. It is hard. It's very different from every other trail that's in Florida. It's, it, it's kind of like a badge of honor to wear when you go around and people know like, oh, you ride Graham Swamp. And I don't know why it is. It's just the trail is different. It's very difficult. But I mean, it's it's not like anybody can't go out there and do it. It will tear you up if you don't know what you're doing. You have to go out there and be skilled or else it'll take you about three hours to get it done. To get seven miles done, my first time going out there, it took me about two and a half hours to get that trail done. And now I do a lap and I can get it done in like 37, 38 minutes. So, yeah, leading up to the race, I wasn't... I was feeling good. Like, I felt the best shape I've ever had been in a long time. I felt good. My legs were good. But where I, I mean, I don't want to say I trained because I wasn't, like, going out every day trying to, like, put in some miles. I was just riding, you know, having fun with my friends. We would go out, do group rides, do, um, I would sometimes do road rides. I was working out. And it was more so the dieting that messed me up. I wasn't um following a real regimen as far as like getting my actual diet and my breathing was off it was a lot that i had to deal with that kind of messed me up when it came time for the race and i knew in my mind i'm like i'm not completely where i want to be but it was all in good it was all in good spirits it was fun that's what it boiled down to at the end of the day it really was fun um so Leading up to the race, the week before, or I would say the week of the race, I would actually go out to the trail and help my friends that are a part of the trail crew, and I would help them go around, like, shoveling out dirt, making sure the trail was running good, and that had a wear on my body. The week of, like, that weekend before, I got sick. Like, I was I was done. Like, I would get body aches because I was overworking myself. And I was hoping that the day didn't come and I would be still sick. Like, it was wearing away. Like, even now, I still feel it, especially that I worked my body yesterday. So, it's like, I'm still, you can kind of hear it in my voice if you really listen to it. And I'm getting the sniffles, but 
yeah, I was overworking my body. It kind of had a toll on me. My legs were still sore because I, after I would do trail work, I would go do a lap and my legs never fully recovered from all of that. So I was going into the race. My legs weren't pristine. Uh, I was nervous. I was just, uh, my mind wasn't like, I mean, I, I would say my mind was there. Like, all right, I have this, this obstacle in front of me and I'm going to do it no matter what it is. And even if I die out there, I'll still, you know, push forward. But which I did. I died. I definitely I don't want to say I kicked the bucket. I did. So coming into it, uh, I would say I woke up at about 630, got all my stuff together, cooler, change of clothes. And I went out there, had all my snacks. What I what I failed to do. I didn't hydrate enough. That is like the thing I I felt held me back from me and my teammate even winning because I really didn't hydrate going out there. All I had was in the morning, I had a bowl of oatmeal and I drank a water. And then I had like a bottle, like half a bottle of Pedialyte, but that didn't really help me when it's like, because for this trail, you need, you, you need, your whole body has to be, it has to be intact. If not, this trail will kill you when it's time to actually get to down to it and you have to push your your body is going to be like what the hell are you doing and it's going to stop it's it's not going to want to go forward unless you know you're obviously in shape but for someone like me that I really didn't do all the preparation that I should have done it it had a toll on me for someone that I I did my first lap I came around like we the first we started we had to carry uh, flagstone, which if you don't know a flagstone, it's, it's, it's like a big piece of rock, like flat rock. You had to run about not even, I would say like maybe, maybe 700 feet. You had to pick this rock up and this is with a group of about 60 people, I think something like that, like 50 people, 50, 60 people. You had to pick this rock up and you had to carry it about another 700 feet put it in a truck and then run to your bike and pick up the bike and then go from the top of a hill and you had to basically do half of the the lap not half maybe about an eighth of the lap you come around and you would end up back at the top and keep going so i had to do more my first lap than you would normally do because you have to come around so I'm feeling good. I'm starting like real slow. I'm trying to settle in, get rid of all my anxiety. I was feeling good. I'm like, all right, this is going to be a good lap right here. And I settled in. I kind of had my my focus on where I was at rather than looking forward. But I kind of did have like a certain person that I wanted to keep my eyes on the whole ride. Like the whole lap, I didn't want to let anybody pass me. And I wanted to keep this one person in front of me the whole time. That way I know. When I come around for my partner to get um, to take over, he'll be in a good spot because I know this person that was in front of me is faster. He's not in our age group. And if he can stay with this, if I can stay with that person, we'll be set up for a really good position to kind of get on the podium if we can keep that pace going. But it, at the end of the day, it's a really hard pace. I stay with that person throughout the whole lap. I can see them in my sights. I didn't want to really like try to hawk them down because then I'll blow myself up and it'll be bad. But I kept this person in my sights. Nobody passed me. I passed a lot of people because he was passing people. So those people he was passing, I was passing them too. 
So, uh, yeah, I came around. My first lap was good. I got my fastest time that I ever got on there on an entire lap, which was surprising. I don't know how I did that, but I got my fastest time, which was a 36.08. I beat my fastest time by like two seconds, but in mountain biking, two seconds, even seven, seven seconds or whatever, is a it's a lot just think of someone getting like a head start on you and you try to catch them like it's pretty it would be pretty hard to catch that person so imagine on a bike like you're just just think of it like that so i beat my time by two seconds and that means something to me because it's like you're getting faster i got faster by two seconds even with people on the trail i still had a fast lap so i come around for my first lap to kind of meet my partner you have to pass off it's like a bracelet that you would wear and you have to pass the bracelet off to your partner and then they take off and do their lap so i come around right <laughs> at this point i'm not cramping or nothing i'm feeling great like my, i'm like all right i can do this if i did my first lap but even in my head i'm like i still got a long way to go but i was trying to you know amp myself up and get my like stroke my own ego because i had nobody there like I mean, I had all my friends, they were like, yeah, Jeff, like everybody was egging me on, but I had to, you have to really like be mentally there. And it's like I said, it's all fun. But at the end of the day, it was like, I wanted to kind of at least get on the podium for my first full race. So come around, I give my friend, the, no, I, I passed my friend, <laughs> I passed where I was supposed to drop the bracelet. I'm cause I'm so hyped that I finished my first lap and I'm coming through the gate and I'm like, yeah, everybody's rooting me on Jeff. Yeah. And they're like, no, where are you going? come back I, i'm i passed them for like a good thousand feet and i'm like oh shit like i had to turn around and go back so we lost about a good 15 20 seconds on that i had to go back to my partner give him the bracelet he was like here shake my hand he shook we grabbed hands and he did this thing that he like pulled the bracelet and put it back on his hand and i, I don't know any of these racing tactics so I, that kind of blew my mind a little bit that that was even a thing so we did that and he took off for his lap so all right i'm feeling good I go and I talk to my friends a little bit. This is where that it also messed me up. I didn't go and hydrate. I just kind of was like, all right, I got about, he should be back around in about another 35 minutes. So I went to my, like our station was, we had a good spot parked like right next to the whole race. We were parked right there. Uh, I kind of said, I'm going to go. I went and sat down. I didn't really do anything. I didn't hydrate. I had a cliff bar. I had some water, but I, I should have put some electrolytes in my body. That's kind of where I failed. And then my like I started feeling it this next lap. Like I could feel myself like, all right, it's gonna start coming if I don't hydrate good enough. So came around, my friend came, he came back fast. Like when you're on the trail, 37 minutes feels like an eternity it feels like you're out there forever because the trail is so hard it's so up and down it's punchy it's so much you have to do like your body is working like when i say mountain biking people think that i'm on some road and it's like there's obviously there's no mountains in florida but florida mountain biking is just different especially with graham swamp it, it really shows you like what people can create in nature and it's kind of like it's weird when you see it and you're like damn i didn't think that's what you were doing out there i show people videos and they're like oh yeah you're out of your mind and it's it's crazy like grim swamp is is up and down rocks roots drops jumps you don't get any breaks there's no like you may get short 
spurts of time where you're kind of like you have to and the, the, the long roads that you do get whereas you don't have really any obstacles you have to pick it up if you want to get some good speed and get some time like there's a there might be a, there's a thing we call the green mile where you kind of for a mile you're like your crew you're it's, it's a straightaway but this straightaway you have to pick it up if you want to pick up some extra time that you lacked like if i lacked about 10 seconds in the back on the climb you can pick that 10 seconds back up on this green mile so you you don't get any breaks at all it's it's tough it's not like the rest of these other trails where it's like turns it's mostly flat it's, it's boring it's like a lot i've been to trails before with people that they talk about it and it's just like that's not hard at all it's they they say it's hard and you i get there and i'm like this is nothing compared to Graham swamp i'm telling you this trail is ridiculous but i love it you have to if you want to test if you love the sport that's the trail i tell people all the time go there if you love it and you can go out there and do that and say i'll still continue to do it then you love it but if you say i don't know why i came out here then you don't love the sport as much as you think you do. But, I mean, that's just my point of view or my POV on it. So, yeah, my friend or my partner comes around for after his first lap. I'm standing in the, the team exchange already because for this is how I gauged whether he was going to come back around already. There was a kid. We were stationed next to each other. And this was another kid I had my eyes on because he was in front of us by about him and his partner were in front of us by about seven seconds when I would look at the board because you can track your times live. And him, they were in front of us by about seven seconds. So we could have beat them and got, well, I'll talk about it. But I, as soon as he would get up, I would get up too because I know once his partner came around, mine was coming around at some point too, which I was accurate. Both of them came around at the same time and this is where it got difficult because I, I played myself in my head. Um, this kid will play. He he didn't intentionally, or he didn't tell me that he was gonna do it, which I'm pretty sure in his head he was like, "I'm gonna mess with this dude, and I'm a, I'm gonna throw him off." Like he, in his head, he knew that I would chase him around the trail, and he's this kid is fast. I've seen him at the other race that I did. He's pretty fast, and he has a light bike. He's tall, so I played myself with us taking off. In my head, I'm like, "All right." I got seven seconds that we I have to keep up with this kid for us to be in a good spot because we're only on the second lap and a lot can happen and that was only about an hour within the race and we got about another five hours to go. So in my head, I was like, all right, if I chase this kid around, we'll be in a good position. We I have to stay with him. If I lose him, then we're done. We'll be stuck. So that messed me up. I chased this kid as best as I could around this trail as much as I could but he kind of he was fast i'm not gonna lie he was really fast and on the second lap it was hard because people started to slow down and with them slowing down he was getting around them in certain spots but what by the time i would try to get there these people were in spots that they couldn't let me over so he was getting away from me a little bit and once you got around to this one section of the trail where it's like a rock drop, you kind of, you have to, you have to jump off of this rock. It's real small, narrow. And when I got there, it was a girl, her bike was like through the middle, through the middle of this section. Like nobody could pass her. And I, I was going fast. I was doing maybe about a good 15 miles per hour. I had to hold my front brake so hard. My, like 
the rocks just kind of flew off and I was just like, what the hell are you doing? She was like, I never rode this section before. Like, I didn't want to get mad at her, but it's like, I told her, I'm like, yo, you can't stop right here. Cause this is a, it's a section that you really, you literally can't stop there. Cause if you stop, you're going to slow everybody up and it's, it's going to be bad. People will bottleneck there. So she had to like turn her bike around and I had to like walk my bike down and then get back on and keep riding. But that's a spot where you pick up speed. So it kind of slowed me down a lot. I lost the kid. He was gone by that time. So I had to, I, in my head, I was like, all right, now I got to pick it up to try to chase him again, try to pick him up. But that messed myself up on the back end because I paid for it on my third lap. So second lap, my legs were okay. I was all right. I came around, gave my partner the bracelet and I let him go. This is the lap I tried my best to hydrate. All right. But it didn't pay off in the end because I think my first lap, I really messed up and I should have hydrated earlier rather than later. So I started drinking mustard. I had a couple pickles. I had another cliff bar. I drank the rest of my Pedialyte. And <laughs> so this kid gets up again. He's already, He was over there chilling already because his partner took off. At this point, they were about a good five minutes in front of us, which is a lot. That is a lot on a trail. So his partner came back around. We both got up. We went around. We went over there to the team exchange. He took off about five minutes before me. And then my partner came around. We exchanged the bracelet and I took off. But I got this the third lap. This is my third lap right here. This is the worst lap I ever done out there at the trail. I got about halfway in the trail, there's a thing called the bailout jump, where it's like a rock. You you jump it, and you land into a transition. I jumped it. As soon as I landed to the transition, my legs instantly cramped up. Like, it was bad. And as soon as it cramped up, I couldn't even move my legs. I had to, like, fight it, and I had to unclip. As soon as I unclipped off of my bike, I just threw my body to the side because my legs just, they, they locked up. And I look on my bike, I didn't have my water bottle, no electrolytes, nothing. So I'm in the middle of the trail. I had to like pull my body to the side of the trail, pull my bike with me. And people just started passing me. About a good 10 people passed me. I was like in pain. Everybody's like, yo, you good? You all right? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was cramping. My legs were just, they, get, they would just lock up. I'll try to get up. Nope, right back down. It would just lock up. I could not move. This was probably the worst pain I've ever felt. When it, as far as cramping wise, this it, it was it was oof, oh my god. Even talking about it now, because my legs are still so sore from it. But yes, that was excruciating pain. Like it was indescribable how much it hurt to just sit there and my legs just wouldn't move. And if I would move them, it would just lock right up in the front of my thighs. It would lock up. I'll get up, then the back of my thighs will lock up too. So it was like I, I couldn't move. And one of a good friend uh that I know, Misty, she came, she saw me, and she does this stuff for fun. She doesn't ever like take it serious. She just goes out there for the challenge. And she goes at her own pace. She doesn't like try to race anybody. She just does it for fun. So she pulled up to me and was like, yo, Jeff, you good? Like, what's wrong? And she was like, you don't have any electrolytes with you? Nothing? I was like, nope. I left my water bottle on the table. Everything. And she gave me uh, two gummies that were electrolytes. They were, like, real thick. She was like, here, take these. I took them. 
and I started to feel a little bit better. I muscled up and I got back on the bike and I just went at a party pace, but I'm halfway through the lap. So it's like, I got about a good three and a half miles left to get back, which is a long way. Cause the back end of the trail is like the hardest climbs are there. And my legs are still cramping. Like they're locking up still. I had to like sit down for most of the lap. If not, if I, if I get out of this, out of the seat, my legs were going to cramp up instantly. So I had to do this whole lap sitting down and going up, going down. It was slow. This was probably, yeah, if not the slowest lap I've done out there in a while, uh, besides my first ever lap, but it was bad, man. So many people passed me. <sighs> Terrible. My partner was, I came back and he was like, yo, what happened? We couldn't even really talk about it. I was like, here, just take the bracelet and go. So, but even on my third lap, let's go rewind. You get to the last climb before you get out of the trail to come down the straight road to get back to the where your partner is. And my legs locked up there again. It, But even this time was even worse because... The spot where I was is like the sun was just there. I was on these hot rocks. This is the last climb that you really have to muscle up. And I just had to unclip again and throw my body to the side. People started passing me. It was real bad. Terrible. And <laughs> as I'm trying to like walk my bike up, right? I got back on the bike. My No. I, all right. Go back. Rewind again. I'm See, I keep skipping parts because it was just so much was happening at this, at this, this particular time. My friend Pete Edwards, he's, this dude is crazy. He's fast, real fast. For him to be old, older, I don't want to say that. Sorry, Pete, if you listen to this, but yeah, he um, is a maniac on the bike. He's a bunny. He helped me. Again, he helped me. He, he, put his, he put his bike to the top of the climb, came back and was like helping me up, gave me a hand, get back on the bike, made sure I was good before he took off again. So he helped me up. I got on the bike. I went and there's a dude named Bob McCarty. Oh my God. If you Google him, you'll know he's from Miami or well, he's from Fort Lauderdale. He rides down in Miami though at Markham, Markham Park. This dude is, and everybody knows him. Like his, his reputation in Florida, everyone knows him. If you mountain bike, you know who Bob McCarty is. So he just so happened to be in the race and he is, uh, he's an anomaly when it comes to this biking stuff. Like, he's in a class of his own. It, it's like, he's like the the Michael Jordan of this biking stuff. Because one minute you see him and dude is just gone. Like, he was beating everybody by himself. He did the whole six hours by himself. Because there is a class where you can do all six hours by yourself. One of my friends, Kenny Klein, actually came in second behind the dude, Bob McCarty. They were, like, close. And, um, but the dude, Bob McCarty did 11 laps around this whole trail, which is about 80 miles by himself. He was overlapping a bunch of people. Like I would go to my friends. They'll be like, yeah, Bob, he, he overlapped me like three times. Thank God. He only overlapped me once. I'll take that. But this overlap was just so defeating kind of like not defeating. Cause I mean, I knew it's him. So it's like, you kind of expect it, but the way he did it. I was coming up one climb. This is when I'm cramping. I'm coming fresh off the cramp. My friend helped me. I'm trying to come around. And all I hear is like someone whisper. Like he didn't, it's like he didn't even try to yell. He didn't say it loud. I didn't even hear him coming. He just was like, ride her back. 
And I, I turned, and it's him. I was like, oh, like, it kind of threw me off. I didn't. I saw him for maybe a second. I swear that this shit was, like, something out of a, like, it, it, was, it was crazy how he did it. Just to see someone go that fast was it was it was mind-blowing and i might be people that are listening to this they might not be into mountain biking as much as i am like y'all don't care about this stuff but just it was insane i'm telling you it was just crazy he just came up like no lie like like he was on gq like rider back like he whispered it in my ear and just passed me i got over he passed and he was gone like i didn't see him again I, I don't even remember seeing him go past. Like, well, I remember him going past, but it, I turned and he, I saw his face. And then when I turned back around, he was gone. So I don't know. It, that part kind of threw me off because <laughs> I really don't remember looking forward to seeing him again. But <laughs> I got back to the top. I gave my, my partner the bracelet. He took off and instantly I just dropped my bike and I, I limped over to because there was a station they had like sponsors and stuff out there usually when we do races or all the time shout out to carrie she always hooks that stuff up they had a massage therapist section where students from daytona state were out there giving out massages i got on that table i said i don't know just do my legs like just massage my legs and they threw someone on it and they got on it and they massaged my legs for about i had them do it for about a good 15 20 minutes because it it was excruciating pain. It felt so bad. My friends came over to the table. They're like, yo, Jeff, you good? What do you need? I was like, I don't know. I need some electrolytes, though. They gave me a bunch of pickle juice. And then one of my friends, he bought me some like uh, electrolyte powder. He was like, where's your water bottle? He dumped it in there, gave it to me. Shout out to you, John. Uh, and um, my partner's wife, she helped me out with that, too, with giving me the pickle juice. Um, she helped me out with that. They just, everybody was just coming to me, giving me stuff because they can see like in my eyes that I was in pain and I was trying to finish the race. There was no way I was not going to finish. Like I was contemplating like, damn, I might be done, but I had to keep going for my partner. And even my head, I was like, I didn't do all of this for no reason. I have to finish. We were at this point, we were in fourth, which we stayed in fourth the whole time. The Not the whole time. At one point we were in third, dropped the fourth. And then, um... Yeah, we won fourth, or we got fourth. We didn't win anything, but we we got fourth place for our age group. And then, yeah, so I was there getting a massage. I finished that. I had drunk a bunch of electrolytes, had some pickles, some mustard, water. I had a sandwich. I was just like, I had to get something. So the kid got up again, seen him. But at this point, I knew, like, they were far off from what we were. So I waited another 15 minutes after he got up partner came around he was like yo you sure you want to finish i'm like i have to i have to do this last lap at this point we're about yeah we almost done if i do my lap at this point my partner will do one more and then we'll be done so we about four hours into the race so do my lap the fourth lap my legs wanted to cramp up again it felt it it was coming it was but i managed to pull it off and even my friend Pete that I said, he helped me. He saw me on the trail again. He was like, yo, you out here again? Like, I thought you were done. I was like, nah, I, c- I couldn't go out like that. I had to finish my lap. That lap, I had to finish the race. Came, I did it. It was slow, but I finished it, though. I didn't even get off the bike the whole time. I just finished the lap. 
and made it back around. My friend took off and my partner, he took off and did that lap and then it was done. So, but going back, even with the massage, this dude, Bob McCarty, I was looking up, he did a lap, came around again, again, as I'm getting a massage and he was, there's a straightaway section before you hit this really big jump, jump. I never seen somebody go that fast through that section. It was amazing. But yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Just in case if he listens to this, I got much respect for this dude because it's crazy. But yeah, so we finished the race um, in eighth overall and fourth for our age group, which is for my first ever actual real race. I'll take that. That's that's pretty big. Eighth overall out of 25 teams, I think. Eighth overall out of 25 teams, and then fourth overall, or fourth for our age group. So, if I didn't cramp up on that third lap, we definitely would have at least got third. For sure, we would have got on the podium. But, you know, you live and you learn. I know what I have to do next time. And, yeah, after that, we had beers, I got drunk, and that was it. So, yeah, it was all in good fun. It was what it was supposed to be. It's a fun race. I learned a lot. What it did teach me is I need a lighter bike. I'm going to buy a new bike this year because the bike I have, it feels like I'm lifting weights out there the whole time. Everything on it is is heavy. So if I have a lighter bike, it'll be less on me and I'll go faster. So for sure this year, I'm getting a new bike. And yeah, that was a lot. That was my first 360. Shout out to all my friends. We took pictures and stuff after because they know this will that I'm leaving to Miami. If you didn't know, yeah, I'm going back. I'm coming back home to Miami the end of this month so everybody was they threw me kind of like a party a little bit at the top bought me big mango carts and everything and i got drunk we went out to have um mexican food it was good so yeah that was the end of that and yeah that was just nice i just wanted to come on and share my experience with the race because i know a lot of people were asking me like how did it go and everything it was good as far as you know that's That um, that third lap just messed me up, but it's all good. Next year, I'll come back with a vengeance, a lighter bike, and better training, and just do better. That's all. But it was it was fun to be out there on the trail with all my friends. And yeah, that was it. So if you made it to the end of this, and you even put up with my whole mountain bike rant, I love you. Thanks for the support, and I'll be dropping another episode soon. Thank you.